This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. everyone it's time for another episode of ham talk live it's episode number 301 the youth dx adventure 2022 recorded on sunday july 17th 2022 i'm your host neil rapp wb9 vpg thanks for tuning in to another episode of ham talk live tonight uh, we're joined or today rather we're joined by candace k-e-8-m-m-s TJ KO4FFA Brennan K6BFL and Jim AB8YK live from Carousel they're on the Youth DX adventure as we're recording this program so we will talk with them live in just a little bit uh, last time here on the show it was Vance Martin in 3VEM who was here to talk about the summer of parks on the air so if you missed that show, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or use your favorite podcast app, or you can just play it on YouTube, or you can catch the rebroadcast of Ham Talk Live on WTWW, that's 5085 on your AM dial Saturday afternoons at about 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and um, we want to thank WTWW for carrying the show. And I'll be back with the Youth DX Adventure Crew right after this word from ICOM America, right here on Ham Talk Live. Keep your competitive contesting edge with ICOM. Our high-powered base stations cut through pileups, letting you work the bands and record those contacts. Contest from the comfort of your own home or remotely with the RSBA1 app. Heard it, worked it, logged it. The IC7851 gives you a new window into the RF world and is HF excellence unparalleled. With faster processors, high input gain, high display resolution, and a cleaner signal, it is truly the pinnacle of HF perfection. It has dual receivers, digital IF filters, memory keyer, digital voice recorder, spectrum waterfall display, and an SD card slot. The IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR can pick out faint signals in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The IC7610 by ICOM is a direct sampling, software-defined radio that has changed the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. It has 110 dB RMDR, dual digicel, dual receiver, and RF direct sampling. Create your own band opening with the IC9700. This transceiver radio brings direct sampling 
sampling to the UHF VHF Week Signal World. It's loaded with innovative features that are sure to keep you busy. Faster processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. With a 4.3 inch color touchscreen, real time spectroscope and waterfall display, dual watch operation, full duplex in satellite mode, and smooth satellite operation with 99 satellite channels. The IC7300 is a high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design that will far exceed your expectations. The innovative transceiver digitizes RF before various receiver stages, reducing inherent noise in different IF stages. The IC7300 changed the way entry-level HF is designed. It has 15 discrete bandpass filters, the large color touchscreen, spectrum scope, SD car slot, and RF direct sampling. The real HF fun starts here. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. If at first you don't succeed, skydiving isn't for you. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Well, out on uh, the island of Carousel today, we have Candace, K-E-8-M-M-S, T-J, K-O-4-F-F-A, Brennan, K-6-B-F-L, and, of course, our friend Jim Storms, A-B-8-Y-K, and they join us on the Orlando Amateur Radio Club and Amcation Zoom line. All right, we're here live from Carousel uh with the or i'm not in carousel i just got home from jamaica but <laughs> i'm back here in kentucky but the the youth dx adventure team is in carousel and uh, we're live here with candace k-e-8-m-m-s tj k-o-4-f-f-a and brennan k-6-b-f-l and one of their Team leaders, Jim Storms, AB8YK, and uh, we want to update you a little bit about the Dave Culture Memorial Youth DX Adventure 2022. So, uh, Candace, you've been on the air here for, uh, was this the third day? Yes, I have. And and how are things going on the, on the bands? Um, things are going all right. Thursday night was a little rough because it was just the beginning. And then, uh, I believe, what is today? Sunday? Yes. All right. So Saturday was a little rough. Um, we, we had some storms in the morning and it kind of caused, uh, caused us not to get as many contacts as we expected on Saturday. So, um, it got a lot busier last night, but other than that, it's been going pretty well. And then, uh, we did hit 6,000 this morning, so that was really exciting. Uh, other than that, though, it's going pretty good. So lots of pileups? Yes, a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's always the fun of of doing the Youth DX adventure. You get all those pileups, and uh, so that that's really cool. TJ, how about you? How, how are things going for you on the air so far? Uh, they're going great. Uh, I was on uh, 20 meters uh, earlier today and working some pileups, and then um, I was also on 15 for a little bit there. 
But uh, conditions have been uh, pretty great today. We've had a, a ton of contact today. Yesterday was um, was a rough start, but later into the day, we started to get a, a ton of contacts. All right. Well, that's that's really good. And yeah, I know we we had a one of those little little storms pop up in Jamaica, and boy, it wrecked all kinds of havoc uh, around. I was glad I I just had my arrow antenna and could bring it in, <laughs> so I didn't have to worry about it too much. But, um, but yeah, it, it's great that uh, things are are improving here as time goes on. And and how much longer will you be on the air? Um, we, we're gonna, hopefully, uh, we'll be on all today. Um, but tomorrow, uh, we, we're gonna, we're gonna operate for a little bit and then, uh, maybe take a break. Uh, we're hoping to, uh, beat, uh, the last year's, uh, record from, uh, 2018. Oh, yes. That's a tradition. Every, every year they have to beat the, the previous record. So, uh, well, good luck on that. And, uh, hopefully, uh, some people will be able to, uh, to get you here. Um, in the next um, several hours uh, that you're on. Uh, well, Brennan, I, I actually got to talk to you on 15 here uh, about an hour ago. Uh, how's it going for you? You know, everything is a lot of fun. We had a, like everyone said, propagation wasn't fantastic yesterday. I believe we had a little bit of a solar flare come out. Um, but later in the night, especially 20 meters, is open almost the entire night. So that's a ton of fun. Uh, and 15, which you talked to me on today, uh, was definitely open and to Europe and America. Um, so it's, a, it's been a ton of fun working on operating down here. Now, uh, you know, I'm, I looked on the uh, website and it said, you know, a lot of 10, 15 and 20 meters. And then um, last night I was able to hear one of your parents, I believe it was, or one of the helpers uh, on, on 75. Um is that everything that, that you're doing, or, or are you on for some 40, or, or what's going on with that? Yeah, so one of uh, the station helpers, Yuli, Delta Lima 8 to Oscar Bravo, Quebec, he was on 80 meters last night making a few contacts. We were also on a little bit of 17 meters today, both CW and SSB, um, and we also have a few hundred 40-meter uh, contacts, mostly CW right now. Um, but we're, our major bands are 10, 15, and 20 and then CW on 40 meters and a little bit of sideband, and then uh, mostly CW on 17 meters as well. Uh, very good. And did you, did you do anything with the, the ready contest, or was that part of the, the failure of the Internet that I'm going to talk about here in a second? Yeah, unfortunately, we weren't able to uh, take part in any of the RTTY um, operations. Okay. So, Candace, tell us a little bit about, uh, <laughs> you know, every time you, you go to do something, there's there's always unexpected, unavoidable problems. And, and so talk a little bit about uh, about what happened with the Internet here. Um, I'm not extremely familiar with that, but the, I believe, uh, we were supposed to get the internet set up, uh, the first day we were here. And unfortunately they, they have just not gotten around to it over at the station. Um, so unfortunately we haven't had access over there. All right, Jim, uh, you got any more uh, detail on that? Yes, I, I do. Um, 
the original plan, uh, Jeff Howard came down early because they were supposed to be installing it Thursday. And uh, we are on island time, as you're well like yes. Jamaica. <laughs> and uh, they didn't show up. And Friday they were supposed to, and the bucket truck was broke, so they didn't show up. And they don't work weekends, so they'll install it on Monday and get configured on Tuesday while we're on the plane. So uh, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, they're installing fi- they're installing fiber and. Uh, uh, Jeff worked really hard in getting it from the top of the big hill through all the brush and sagebrush and nettles and through the sand and everything down to the pool, and they hooked every house up but his. So, oh my goodness, uh, it's it's been a it's been an issue, but uh, you know, as usual, uh, we we move on and and find ways to work around it. Yeah, they're they're actually installing fiber in our neighborhood right now. As we drove in from uh, the airport, we saw all these uh, caution flags in the yards where where the coax is, is run along the uh, the yard from the the fiber box, and um, I'm getting ready to to switch. And of course, today <laughs> my internet goes down, so uh, uh, yeah, it's, there's always always something, but uh, at least the, the cables will be run for future uh, operations. But uh, you know that's that's the beauty of radio. I, I I was still able, you know, I didn't have internet, but I could get on and talk to Brennan on 15. So. Um, it, it works out really well. It just slows down the logging a little bit and some of the spotting. Um, well, well, TJ, uh, what, what's been your favorite part of the trip so far? Uh, really uh, getting to, to use the radios and uh, the antenna system. They've got a really, really nice antenna system uh, there at the shack, and uh, that was really exciting to learn how to use and uh, learning how to use uh, or learning how to operate split was also pretty fun. I'd never done that before. All right, Brennan. Yeah, you know, the biggest, the most fun part about this was definitely uh, meeting everyone. So we got to meet Jeff and Yuli, um, with Jeff being the station owner. And, you know, really awesome people. Jeff is super, super nice, as Yuli is as well. Um, but I'd never met Jeff, and he's an awesome dude, super smart. And uh, it's awesome he's letting us use his station down here. Um, and he just has so much knowledge about operations and his station and everything like that. So he gave us all some tips on both SSB and uh, CW to, for managing the pileups. Oh, that's really cool. And and that's that's no small station you're on there, PJ2T. That's, that's a very nice station. Uh, Candace, how about you? What's been your favorite aspect of the trip? Um, I really like the thrill of the pileups. Uh, it's a lot different here than it is at home just because everybody wants to contact you. So, I mean, Friday night I had a, I had a big pileup. I think it was on 20 meters and QRT. Um, fortunately in it, there was still a pileup, but we were just exhausted and had to go to bed. Um, but I really enjoy meeting everyone. Uh, it's really nice seeing more youth in the ham radio just because uh, back where I am at home, I, I really don't know a lot of youth. And then uh, just getting to know everybody and the weather out here is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, the view is beautiful. So uh, all of that is just it's a top, it's icing on the cake, really. Um, but, yeah, it, it's beautiful here. 
Yeah, it's interesting that you bring up the, you know, getting to know other youth because this is a recurring theme. Uh, you know, with Yoda, the youth on the air that, that I, uh, have been directing for a couple of years. That's one of our big things is, is we want to get everybody together and get to know each other and uh it it sometimes you know youth will really feel isolated Uh, we have some youth uh in the hobby and service but they don't always know about each other you know it's rare that i go to a club meeting and there's not at least one young ham The, the thing is they feel like they're the only one young ham and and there are thousands out there it's just a matter of of getting to know each other. So this is another great opportunity uh, to get to know some of the other youth and, and you get to learn all a whole lot about each other when, when there's only uh, three or four operators. I know in the past we've, we've had some, uh, some pretty incredible grilled cheese makers and, you know, we found out all kinds of things about, uh, about everybody. So, so what, what's the secret talents here, uh, Candace? Uh, uh, do, do we have any of those this time? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean, Brennan is uh, really good at CW. He's, uh, he's been knocking that out of the park, but, um, uh, I do not have any secret talents, unfortunately. And I, I don't know about TJ. TJ, do you have any secret challenges you want to tell us about? Um, well, this is really my first time uh, operating for a really long period of time, so that, that's pretty exciting. I've only been uh, uh, licensed for about two years now. Very good. Brennan? Hello? Any secret talents um, that you found out about Candace or TJ? You know, with Candace being a lady, her voice travels a lot, uh, or mm-hmm. seems to cut through the radio waves a lot more. So I guess her secret talent is being able to uh, make a dead band come alive again with a massive pileup. Uh, TJ and I will just be on the radio uh, calling for 15, 20 minutes at times during uh, slow points and not get any callers. And Candace can jump on and get a pileup within <clears throat> minutes. Yeah, it's that extra 3 dB. <laughs> they just, just, okay, you know, if it's a YL, just give her a three, your three extra 3 dB. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> Candace, uh, uh, she was operating and, uh, we were trying to get up to 6,000 and, uh, they had brought food out and Candace stayed on for uh, an extra while trying to get up to that 6,000. <laughs> It's a Yeah, we were. Uh, Brennan and I were. Operating. Brennan and I were operating. He was on fifteen, and I was on uh, twenty, and we were going back and forth, and it was like a thrill. Like all the uh, what's it the the build up, the anticipation. Yeah, like it, it was just we we're looking at each other like who's gonna get it, who's gonna get it, who's gonna ring the bell, and then everybody's videotaping you, and you're just like who's gonna get it? And of course, nobody, nobody. I couldn't get anybody, and then printing got it. So. <laughs> just moments, like a minute of just no one calling for the last contact, and then all of a sudden I just got one person. Yeah. It was. Just, it was <laughs> I was so nervous trying to get that six thousand, six thousand contact. <laughs> <laughs> six thousand. You started to speed up there. 
Yeah. <laughs> Yuli cut off the amplifier on Candace last night. <laughs> we, we were we were uh, we were um, shutting off the. Yeah, we were shutting off the station uh, for the night, and Candace uh, still wanted to operate, and uh, everyone else was going to bed, and so so Yuli came up and uh, shut off the amplifier. Given it was about like what twelve thirty, yeah, it was o'clock. twelve. <laughs> it was like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I was keeping everybody up. They're like, "No, Candace, you're done. You're done." <laughs> well that's part of the fun of going on these trips you know you don't have any any uh real set time schedule it's that island time it can work against you but it can work for you too you know so you can stay up and make right, contacts right. <laughs> all right well we're going to take a break here and when we come back we're going to talk with uh jim a little bit about the program and uh some of the fundraising and that kind of thing and and how you can help and uh, all the QSL information and that kind of thing when we come back right here on Ham Talk Live. Thanks for choosing Tower Electronics. How may we help you today? We have PL259s. We have in connectors. We have SMA adapters. We have BNC adapters. What can I show you today? Where's the tower? Well, we don't actually have a tower with us. But we have all kinds of things you can use with a tower. We have power poles, antennas, soldering irons and meters. Where's the tower? (laughs) Ma'am, that's the name of our company. We can't haul towers to all the ham fests across the country that we visit, but we have almost every connector and adapter you would need to connect your antenna that's on your tower. I don't think there's a tower back there. I really don't. Tower Electronics. Visit us at a ham fest near you or call 920-435-2973 or see our whole catalog at pl-259.com. Sorry, one thing we don't have is a tower. And the Tower Electronics Ham Fest schedule. July 30th, they'll be in Winchester, Indiana. August 6th in Elkhart, Indiana. August 13th in Huntington, West Virginia. August 20th and 21st in Huntsville, Alabama. And September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th in Shelby, North Carolina. Or visit them online at pl-259.com. You're listening to Ham Talk Live. And welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Hey, be sure to check us out on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, sometimes we'll uh, even throw out uh, the topic of the show ahead of time so you can ask your questions. Uh, Make sure you check out our website at hamtalklive.com. Well, before we get back to the folks down in Carousel, it's time for... The Ham Talk Live Joke of the Week. Now it's time for the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week. The part of the show where Rick tells us a ham radio joke. The Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week is brought to you by QRM Labs. Now, here's Rick Garrett in 9GSU with today's Ham Talk Live Joke of the Week.
I was doing a Parks on the Air activation, and when I got back, somebody had complimented my parking. There was a note under my windshield wiper that said, Parking Fine. This has been the Ham Talk Live, Ham Radio Joke of the Week with Rick Guerin in 9 GSU. Tune in again next week for another joke from Rick. All right, we're back on Ham Talk Live with the Youth DX Adventure Team down in Carousel. And uh, Jim Storms, AB8YK, is here, and he is uh, one of the uh, big proponents of this program and and one of the leaders, and uh, also has the the pleasure of being the, the incoming Hamvention chairman for for uh, the Dayton Hamvention the next couple of years. So, uh, Jim, what's your take on how things are going here this far into the um, trip? I'll tell you, Neil. This is uh, this has been quite a uh, surprising and pleasant trip. Uh, other than our travel issues, which were monumental, as everybody knows when they're traveling these days by air. But uh, this group has just been phenomenal. Uh, I put them right at the top of the groups we've had in the past, um, and we've had some really great ones. But these kids, they just get on the air, and it's literally, like uh, Candace said earlier, it's uh, prying them out of the chair. Uh, it's, uh, they, just, they just keep going and going and going. They're energi- energizer bunnies. I guess, but they, uh, they're very efficient operators. There's been a lot of good comments on the ops and, uh, just, they just keep going and going and they are really racking up the cues. Well, that's always great to hear. Um, and, uh, I know this, uh, adventure has been down because of COVID and, and so it's nice, uh, for you to be back. And, uh, able to, to get these kids on the air from, a, from a nice big station somewhere. So, um, well, tell us a little bit about the fundraising. I, I can tell you, uh, I, I, I started adding up the numbers from Yoda camp and, and prices. Oh my, did they go up? And I know yours did too. So tell us a little bit about, uh, financing this trip. Yeah, we do this all by donation. Uh, we, uh, we get money from a lot of different places, a lot of clubs, uh, several uh, organizations, and, and they, they really help us to do this trip. Uh, without them, it just would not happen at all. And you're right, expenses have gone through the roof. Uh, airfares went up, in our case, almost 40%. We got down here and food is about 20% higher than it was before. So, uh, we're still waiting on the water and electric bill to see what those are. Uh, the housing, we had a locked-in rate from 2019, and I'm not sure what's going to happen if we come back again next year, what the housing is going to run. But we do this all by donation, and uh, you can uh, go to uh, our website, which is uh, qsl.net stroke n6jrl, and that will pull up our website. And you can uh, click on the left side. It'll tell you how to donate. I'll also tell you how to get a QSL card. So uh, we we do that. We'll print a really nice QSL card and uh, send it out to people. Uh, but that's that's how we do it. We've got some uh, big manufacturers that help us out. ICOM gives us a radio to auction at Hamvention uh, through a raffle, and that pays 
a lot of our expenses. Uh, DX Engineering supports us. Uh, I hate to start naming them because I know I'm going to leave people out. Exactly. Clubs such, <laughs> yeah, clubs such as Indexa uh, have uh, helped us out this year and hopefully will continue to. They've helped us out for multiple years. Uh, Dayton Amateur Radio Association, which I'm a member of, obviously, uh, is a huge supporter of it and uh, really helps make the trip happen. And then there's a, a myriad of other clubs that do and individuals. And if you actually donate as a business or as an individual, you will be on our QSL card, your logos and uh, names listed for the private people. So that's how we finance it. Uh, we're going to have to really look tight and see what the money's going to be next year because uh, there's, it is getting expensive. And uh, I would just want to give a big thank you to the, the Caribbean Contesting Consortium, which uh, is the group that manages and uh, keeps PJ2T running as a, as a consortium. Uh, Jeff is the owner, of course, but uh, they, they actually pay the money uh, to keep the station alive. And when they come down, they have to pay. Uh, but they're nice enough that they donate that amount for us to operate. They do not charge us to operate here. We do pay for water and electric uh, to help offset their expenses, but they let us use their equipment, let us use the station. Jeff was up on the tower today painting part of the tower, so they, they keep it maintained and keep it in great shape. It's a super station. Well, it's great that you have all that help because you, you need all the help to uh, make these big things happen like this. And uh, I, I'm fully aware of that with, with Yoda. So uh, it's, it's great uh, that you've done that. Well, uh, you know, talk a little bit about um, the plans for uh, next year. So if there's a young person listening that wants to try to go next year, um, how do they find you? How do they, they get a hold of you um, and your team um, to apply and, and to, to go on one of these trips? And, and do you have a, a location in mind? Okay. At the moment, uh, we had a location, but he asked us to defer to 2024. So uh, hopefully uh, the consortium will let us come back again. Uh, I have not talked to them about it yet, but uh, – we hope to have a location, and there's a couple of locations we're going to investigate as uh, potential new sites in the future, but it takes a couple of years to work that all out. Uh, anybody that wants to apply, uh, and like I said earlier, gave you the actual website, but if you actually Google uh, Dave Coulter Youth DX Adventure, it'll send you right there. Uh, and on the left side, the, we will be putting up an application form somewhere uh, probably about a month or so out uh, so that uh, we can start to people applying for it. The, the way the funding works is that we actually pay from the departure point of the United States as a team to the site and back. The, the team members have to pay to get to our embarkation site. Uh, so there is some skin in the game. Uh, doing that, uh, and it, it is a commitment. And uh, we ask the, the participants to also to work as a uh, work their clubs and stuff like that to help us uh, raise funds. 
So that's the big, that's the way to, to do it. Just go on, on the website and watch it. And when the application comes up, they can start applying. Uh, there is a, a formal process for that. We review those applicants and make our selections from that. The other thing is there's some clubs that we're aware of that support us greatly that we actively ask them for participants. Uh, and that's how we got one of the members this time. We had one drop out because he, uh, wasn't able to work on the schedule for 2019's pushback. So we uh, asked a club member or a club to recommend a person from their club because it's one that supports us greatly. All right. Well, that's cool. And if you can't remember any of the address or, or what to Google, youthontheair.org, we've got a link straight to you there. So uh, you can go there and, and see that as well. And uh, as well, information about how to donate. Yes, well, it's the same thing. Uh, there is a spot on there for donations. Unfortunately, we used to take PayPal, but the uh, way PayPal changed some stuff and some things that happened internally with us, uh, we have discontinued that. So basically, it's the information that how to send a check to me to uh, get deposited and, and uh, support it that way. Uh, it is a 501c3 organization that we work through. So they would be considered tax deductible. Okay, very good. Well, hopefully uh, some people will uh, continue to add to that 6,000 here in the next uh, day or so. And uh, you have a chance to, to see the sites a little bit and then uh, get back safely. And um, I'm not sure uh, how the how this, this happened, but all four of our, our flights uh, along the way to Jamaica and back were were early and 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 running on time so i i don't know how that happened but uh i hope that uh, the return trip is just as easy for you all and and jim oh, one one more thing uh you know you're not doing this by yourself talk a little bit about your your hosts and your um teammates here Okay, the, the hosts are, is Jeff Howard is the owner. He came down to be sure the internet's, uh, normally he handles just our interface with the club, their club to get everything worked out. He's not usually here, but Uli, uh, Fikal, uh, Delta Lima 8, Oscar Bravo Quebec, uh, comes down from Germany and, uh, acts as our host here. Uh, he's in charge of being sure the radios work, that we don't screw something up and, uh, making everything work when there's issues. Uh, so he's our host here. And uh, with me is Ron Doyle in 8VAR uh, as a, an additional uh, team lead. And uh, Don Dubon in 6JRL is here also. Uh, each one of the kids has a parent or grandparent with them. Uh, we do not ask that below 18 kids come with us uh going out of the country uh, without an escort because uh, I'm not even going to approach that with customs. But uh, they uh, they travel with a family member who uh, is responsible for them on site uh, and uh, their well-being. Uh, and that's the, that's the uh, people that are involved. And uh, they, they all work hard. Of course, when we get down here, sometimes it's uh, – the kids, especially this group, they they work on their own really well. So I get to kind of sit here on the veranda and watch the ocean go by. 
Yeah, I remember uh, Bryant uh, Rascal's mom always enjoyed the pool time while while she was <laughs> along with Bryant on the Youth DX adventure. So yeah, it gives the adults some time to 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 relax a little bit. So once everything's uh, running, well, Jim, thank you so much for uh, getting the uh, interview together here with Candace and TJ and Brennan and. Uh, just, uh, want to say thank you to the entire team making this happen and look forward to hearing about next year's Youth DX Adventure Group. Very good, Neil. Thank you for the, for the time to uh, talk to the people. Uh, we'll look for us on the air through Monday at about 5 p.m. is when we'll probably go QRT about then. All right. Candace, TJ, Brennan, any last, uh, comments before we go? Thank you for all the support with working us on the band. It's been a ton of fun up here. Yeah, I'd like to thank uh, everyone uh, that's helping uh, w- uh, support uh, Dave Calter Memorial Youth DX Adventure and uh, allowing me and uh, Candace and uh, Brennan to come out here. Uh, we're very thankful. Yeah, um, exactly what they said. I mean, they thank you for everything and uh, spread the word and uh, have as many people work us as possible. All right. Well, thanks so much for being there and thanks for the cue and, and thanks for, for, uh, getting, um, through all that security and customs and everything to get down there to, to have some fun on the radio. So, uh, that is a wrap for this episode of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to my guests, Candace, KE8MMS, TJ, KO4FFA. Brennan, K6BFL, and Jim Storms, AB8YK. And uh, I invite everybody to tune in next time for another episode of Ham Talk Live. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. For 73, to you and your family, I'll be seeing you further down the log. Your 73. To you and your family, I'll be seeing you further down the log.